Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with the CEO of Henlane, Dana Dunford. How are you doing, Dana? I'm great. Thanks for having me again. Uh, I know you've been traveling. You've been out of the country uh, for a little while. So let me kind of level set where I think we're heading in the real estate market from today, September 1st. Man, September 1st already. How'd that happen? I know. All the way through 2023. So uh, after Jerome Powell's Friday session, I now believe rates are going up. I believe the 30-year rate for owner ox is about to be seven, which means investor loans might be in the eights. I think real estate is going to slow down. I think we're going to see a 50% crash in housing transactions. I do believe that the investors who do the work, like one rental at a time, will find motivated sellers. We will do deals. It will take time. It will take follow-up. It won't be easy. All of that said, uh, you know, if you have a portfolio, sometimes the right answer is because getting deals done is hard and takes time is time to focus on operational. What can you do at the operational level to add a hundred dollars to the bottom line, right? Cause you add a hundred dollars to the bottom line. That's $1,200 for a year. And that impacts NOI and, and all of these things. And I know Hemlane plays there. So Dana, let's remind people of what Hemlane is, what it does, the trial, because you know what? It's going to be if if rates go up to where I think they're going and it's so unaffordable, sometimes the right answer is to focus on what you got and make that more efficient. What do you think? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And um, it's fantastic for those of you who are on this channel who've gotten to real estate in the past couple of years that you've been able to lock in these record low yeah. rates that Crazy. we will not see again. I don't think so. Uh, and so from that perspective, like congratulations to you on that. Um the second thing um, to what uh, Michael said is really focus on your operations. If you can add that hundred, two hundred dollars, there's no right way to do it, and there's no like, hey, every rental property should do this. Mm -hmm. um, but I I do truly believe that um, looking at your operations, not enough investors do, and um, so I'll give you a couple of. I I, I just want to stop you right there. Yeah. So I built a real estate portfolio of hundreds of units over 15 years. And I will admit right here, right now, I never focus on operations. For me, day job, maximize commission, uh, find deals, go on the hunt, and uh, secure capital. That's all I focused on. Olivia did do the books, but she had a full-time job, was raising our daughter. This was hard stuff. We should have focused on operationals better. We trusted too much. And that's why we fired the first five property managers. So I want to hit that harder. Uh, a lot of us, a lot of people on this channel have built, you know, got a couple of deals done. Yep. The next couple of years, it's not that deals are going to be impossible. I think they're going to be amazing. It's just going to take time. So maybe take the extra 20 minutes and ask yourself, what can I do operationally? Could Hemline help? I don't know. Take the trial, play with it, see what's possible. So sorry, uh, interrupt. No, please do. Um, so I, there's a couple of big categories. I'll start. My first one is turnover and vacancy. If you are constantly turning over your property every year, especially if it's a single family home, uh, you're doing something wrong. And so understand what, um, um, how you can continue to keep tenants in there, good tenants in there, and not have this vacancy turnover cost associated with your property. 
Um, on top of that, if you do have to turn over your property, that is a really, really good time to say, hey, what are the comparables out there? If I did these certain upgrades, like let's just say I put new vinyl flooring in, what is that going to do to the rental rate long-term? Can I get myself set up to do that? Mm. And, yeah, well, yeah. On that front, one of the things that we did do right, but again, it was late and we should have done this years earlier is for, for whatever reason, we were under the guise of we put carpet everywhere. We just yeah. did. That was so stupid, Dana. That was so dumb. We should have been putting, uh, you know, tile in where there's water, right? The bathrooms, kitchen and, and yep. uh, you know, linoleum or whatever that's called, LVT flooring much sooner. And then, you know, some of my nicer stuff, we still put uh, carpet in the bedrooms, but that's it. But most of our kind of mid-grade stuff, no carpet anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It's um, more affordable these days. Yeah. Right? But in the, this flooring that's durable, I mean, it lasts 10 to 20 years. Um, so it's it, a lot it lasts four or five tenants. <laughs> that's what it lasts. Exactly. That's a, that's a good way to put it. Whereas carpet, it just gets dirty. Also, uh, carpet are really expensive. Um, I don't know if you've if you've ever gotten a quote, but they're expensive. Oh, they're expensive. Um, so yeah, I I would say you know that's the first thing to look at. Um, you also want to make sure you're competitive. If you're doing a renewal with your tenants, mm -hmm. it's still slightly below market. You want to reward them for staying in there, but you're consistently doing small increases year over year. Mm -hmm. So there's not one big increase that freaks out the tenant. Followed yeah. you know, four years of no increases, followed by one big one. I totally agree with that. Yep. Um, and, and we can help you with that. We've got rent estimates in the system, the lease renewals, all of that for you. Mm -hmm. Now, the next part of it is, hey, you do have vacancy. How quickly can you get a tenant in? That's where advertising to over 30 rental listing websites, getting it out there so you have the most demand and tenants is super important. Mm -hmm. Qualifying them, making sure you have the right folks, and then making sure you have the right price. Um, this is something I really learned from multifamily, and you'll see it in the Hemling system as you go through. You know, if someone has pets, is pet rent something that is charged in your area? Should you set that expectation that, hey, you know, rent is this, if you have pets, there's pet rent of $25 or whatever is competitive for your area, making sure you have all of those in there as well, um, because that will help make sure that you're getting the um, right amount for your investment mm -hmm. that others in your area are getting. Um, that's one thing I think a lot of landlords forget to do is kind of look at that other stuff. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, then, then the other thing I would do is cross your T's and dot your I's with everything else. And so what I mean by that is like renter's insurance. Um, we've got partners for that, it's 10 to $12 a month for a tenant can save you a lot of headache because on the operation side, let's just say the heat goes out. Mm -hmm. A tenant might say, hey, you can't get someone in for a day or two. You know, we're going into winter. It is, you know, 20 degrees. You need to give me a hotel room. Well, I mean, you can also buy them portable heater. But the other option is, hey, you have renter's insurance that will kick in and help pay for that. Mm -hmm. Or if there's any damage to the property, let's just say weather stripping is off, water comes in, tenant stuff gets damaged, then the renter's insurance pays for it. So mm -hmm. reducing that risk of any sort of expense outlay for you mm -hmm. is really important. And then on top of that, making sure on the maintenance and repair side that you're looking at how much you're spending on it you really understand what's coming to the end of its life. What am I going to have to purchase? Um, Labor Day's around the corner. There's mm -hmm. always sales, Memorial Day and Labor Day on this type of stuff. That's this weekend, but right? Labor Day is this weekend. weekend. Oh yeah, I can't believe it's Thursday already. So it's this yeah. weekend. 
their sales. There's things that are like, you know, 50% off at some of these. And so start kind of considering stuff like that of like, how do I make sure on the operational side, um, I am reducing that um, outlay of the expenses I have. And then the biggest one that um, real estate investors um, forget to discount is their time, mm-hmm. how much their time is worth. If you've talked to people on this uh, channel, I'm sure there are some people who their time they're billing is like $700 an hour. You're a lawyer or something like that. For sure. And then they sit there for like four hours on a weekend doing Mm. the rental property. And you're like, oh, oh my gosh, you're spending over $3,000 on the operations of your rental property. And so really making sure anything that you can automate yourself out of you do so you can work on the high value touch stuff. Like there's no reason you should be collecting the rent and manually checking that off. But what you can do is call up the tenants and um, um, make sure that um, see how they're enjoying the place. Are they looking to stay there long-term before you send out the lease renewal type thing? Mm -hmm. There are more high touch things where you can really spend your time. Mm -hmm. um, That would be much better for you than doing any sort of administration. Yeah. And then the other things I'll add on, to this, that, that Himalayan is beautiful in, in helping people out. That was a struggle for Olivia and I in the beginning. One was audit trail of communication, right? We started this before smartphones, before applications. Uh, you know, we tried email and yes, we're old enough where we printed everything out on paper and binders and stuff like that. Himalayan magical with that. And people should see that in, in the, in the trial that you give away to the channel. Um, just, just get your friends, have a weekend, play with it. You know, you get 30 days. So, you know, have, late rent, have repair issues. Just watch how the audit trail is magical. And then second, you have tiers, right? You have yeah. tiers. Maybe you you do this, you know, if you're a Dion, you do this just because you want help with advertising. If you want, you know, if you're a, a doctor in San Francisco buying in Ohio, maybe you want everything, you know, people got to, it's, it's time to focus on operational, right? I think deals, transactions are going to be cut in half. Deals will be out there. They'll just take more time. Uh, and for a lot of folks that you've been building a portfolio, it's time to maybe look at operations. That's something Olivia and I did not do until we were out. And that was too late. We, we probably lost thousands of dollars a year because we didn't care or focus on operations. So I just wanted to tell people it's time. If it's going to slow down a little bit, go, go uh, manage what you have and see if you can't do that a little bit better. And Himlane can help with that. Yeah, and the audit trail is a really important one because text messages and um, don't hold up, at least in most court states that I know. And so if everything's via text message, that's not great. If you have a system like Hemlane where all the text messages are back to email and in the system, it makes it where it's like, okay, you can still communicate via text, get notifications that way. However, it still holds up in court. So yeah. things like that for you to worry about, you know, a lot of times people don't look at their operations until they have a major problem. Yeah. And if you look at it up front, you'll reduce the risk of ever having that problem. Yeah, I totally agree. Again, something I would tell folks, you know, again, if you're doing the work and deal flow is not there again, I think it gets really slow between now and the end of the year. We need time for sellers to find motivation. Uh, go look at operations. You've got four months left. It's September 1st. Just take a look. Go take the trial, himlane.com. Let them know you came from one rental at a time. Uh, tell us one more time. What's the showing feature called? It's showings plus. Yeah. Make sure you play with that a little bit. Watch video. Number one sounds super cool. Sexy. Uh, Dana, uh, where, where can people find you and any social media presence? Yeah. Yeah. You can find me obviously temlane.com. You can go there and ask for me. Um, but also you can, um, look us up online, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Instagram, 
And if you want to directly connect with me, best thing to do is email. It's Dana at Hemlane, H-E-M-L-A-N-E.com. I love talking about property management. Michael and I talk each other's ears off on mm-hmm. it. Um, yes. So if you have any questions, let me know. There you go, Dana. Thanks for all you do. And again, folks, if you're in my free course, she's given you a PDF to the 30-day trial. Go get it. If you're in the paid course, she's done video for you. Go get it. Play with it. Have a weekend. Have some fun. Dana, thank you so much. Great. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm.